What's up, everyone? I'm Jay. I'm Lauren. And welcome to the first episode of Confidently Insecure. Yeah, welcome. So our podcast is going to be about life after graduation and basically us figuring that shit out. So for this first episode, we're going to be talking about starting your career. I think I've always thought of myself as someone that like is cool with change and like can handle that shit. Mm-hmm. But um, I am pretty sure at this point that like all humans are resistant to change. I think it's a, like a fundamental thing. I'm gonna check my sources, gonna look it up. But I really don't think anyone likes change. And when you're starting, you're going from university to uh, you know your first real job. Everything is different. That's actually such an interesting point because even for me, like, I wanted change. Like, I couldn't wait until I started my new job. I couldn't wait to move to Toronto for the first time. I couldn't wait for all these new changes. And yet, when these changes were actually happening, I, like, realized that I was like, what the fuck is going on? And then that's when I started to panic. And, you know, your point about everyone is resistant to change. I thought I was, like, not that person. But inherently, like, naturally, just understanding my emotions and, like, actually seeing it from, like, the big picture, that's what it was. I was resisting to change when I was, like, what the fuck is is going on right now? And, I mean, I I just really think we don't give enough credit to the fact that transitioning into starting something new is so freaking hard. Oh, my God. For any human. Yeah. And especially as uh, a recent grad, or not so recent grad, of us um like everything changed right all at once and this is not like physically you're in a different location you're not in the university anymore uh socially you're in a different setting you have different groups of networks different expectations oh my goodness and even like your mindset is different like the things that you were into previously you're you're not so much into it now yeah and literally an identity crisis. like yeah if you if those things happen like you know, chronologically or in order like fine but all at once, like, here you go. It feels like it's just slapping you all the way, like, your face, your forehead, like, your butt, you know? Right, so Jay's describing the physical as well as the emotional pain. You know, what I think also really confusing, and just to, like, throw another curveball in there, is that you um, have been used to going at the same pace as everyone around you for mm-hmm. a really long time because you've all been kind of working towards this one goal, like, graduation. Mm-hmm. And then because all your friends are at in these different parts of this transition, it's going to affect them all in different ways at different times. It's going to be a unique transition for every person uh, into this, like, real world. You know, one of the things that uh, is stereotypically talked about when you are not talked about um, when you start a new job is, like, this concept of climbing the ladder. Oh my right? god. Because <laughs> yeah. you go from the top of your life at university where you know everyone, know everything, this is your show. You're like co-chair of all the clubs. Yeah, you like, rock it. You know what your niche is, you know <laughs> yeah. what you like, you know what you don't, you know how to get it. 100%. You know? And like, you go from the top straight to the bottom. Oh yeah. Whether you're working at a startup, a corporation, like anywhere, um you are going to be at the bottom of that company. And they say that you have to, like, you know, climb the ladder. But, like, yeah. where the 
fuck is the ladder? <laughs> like, I, and like, where is it going? That's so true. You know, like, you expect to like go to your first know. day of work and you're like, yeah. okay, like, let's look for this ladder. And then you realize that like, it's, it's either non-existent or it's yeah. just so hard to find and yeah. no one's there to help you or no one's there to guide you yeah. towards that ladder. And I think it's so interesting because you are at a at a huge, huge corporation and I'm at a startup and yet we both have the same questions. Like yeah. I don't even know where the ladder is. Right. Even though we have like we have like twenty people in our offices. Right. For me it's like where the fuck's the ladder? And isn't that right. so interesting how we work yeah. such different jobs and yet we feel the same insecurities. Yeah. A hundred percent. You know, when Jay and I were talking about what is like a specific thing that we can talk about that has changed, but that you can take action on. Um, we realized that one thing that we should talk about is the concept of getting feedback. Oh, yeah. And when you are in university and even before that, for your whole life, <laughs> you have had a dependable mechanism of feedback which is your grades. Yeah. Your grades are how you can tell how you're doing compared to yourself, compared to others. Um, So it's evaluative as well as like you can self-improve on it. Um, And let's say you do want to take advantage of those ways of improving. There are systematic ways of improving that have been like totally approved of, which are like getting a tutor, like going out less, like, mm-hmm. becoming friends Asking with the help. prof, yeah, like, going to office hours, like, there are proven ways of improving, yeah. and then you get to the workplace, and it's a shit show. <laughs> it's like, when you're in school, even if you don't want feedback, it's given to you, right, right, like, they, they have test exams, it's given to you, but when you're working, it's kind of on, you have to ask for feedback yeah if you do want to improve right and if you do want to improve and you ask your feedback it's like okay well like then how do I get there and there's no systematic way for you to get to where you want to be unlike school right right whereas you can absolutely and you know how are you supposed to know (laughs) like this very very key thing when you first arrive um and so Jay and I read this really wonderful book that we 10 out of 10 recommend. So good. Yeah, it's called Thanks for the Feedback. And it's by um, our friends Douglas Stone and Sheila Heen. Yeah. I'm sorry to call them my friends. I don't know them, but I just love them. They for did what an they did amazing job. Normally, I'm that person that would fall asleep as soon as I read a book. <laughs> like, I would read a book if I couldn't sleep. Definitely brag worthy. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> but, but this book, actually, like, I was interested and I was engaged. And it was just so interesting how they broke down like how feedback mechanisms work like can you just talk a bit more about that yeah so I really think that one of the best takeaways from the book is that feedback is constant so it comes from like every interaction you're ever going to have with a human so whether your coworker decides to invite you out to lunch with the the group or if your boss like kind of winces at you when you say your idea in the meeting like it is going to be constant and the key is, is that you don't get to choose who gives it to you. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is so true. You know, and chances are the person giving you feedback, the many people giving you feedback, are probably pretty shitty at giving feedback. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're not trained on this, right? Mm-hmm. You're just 
you do it. Um, and it can make you feel like you're not in control. But what I like that the book explains is that what is in your control is asking clarifying questions. So how I learned this lesson was that for basically the first year at my company, I truly believed that I was exceeding expectations. And what's funny is that I used to like pride myself on my ability to ask for consistent feedback and constructive feedback too. I never just only took the positive. And what I didn't realize though was that I was definitely misinterpreting my feedback. And, you know, the conversation that really shifted things for me uh, was one that I had with my boss when I actually finally asked, how am I performing in relation to others? And am I performing at the next level? And he told me that I was performing as expected for my current level. And I was so crushed. <laughs> like, no. so, so sad. I literally, like, was fighting back tears and then, like, let it out in the bathroom. And then I had this, like, really interesting conversation with my wonderful mentor who told me that actually that was fantastic feedback. <laughs> and I remember, like, being like, no. And he was like, yes. <laughs> And it was just this pure mismatch of expectations because of my misinterpretation of the feedback that I was given because I wasn't clear. Mm. Um, and so then I went back um, and I had another conversation a few weeks later in which I said, thank you for the evaluative feedback. Now I understand where I stand. Here's the date that I'd like to get promoted. How can we get there? What can I do? And, you know, Looking back at that point, like, that was six months ago. Yeah. It was that conversation in which, finally, I asked for it. He could now give me the opportunities to prove myself. Mm. So I ended up, like, leading a development team on my project. And now, six months later, I just found out that I got promoted. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. And, men... It's, I think it's also the way that you communicate it because if you were feeling like that before to go to your manager and be like and communicate the way that you have it's 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 very tough for a lot of people so my question is how can you be assertive or how can you assert yourself without seeming arrogant essentially I think that's such an important question because I think a lot of women in particular um, have that same one um, and I really do believe that you have to be respectful and kind. Right. But to get anywhere, <laughs> yeah. I think you really have to explicitly, clearly ask for what you want. And I really think with good leadership, it's as simple as knowing what you're capable of mm -hmm. um, and knowing where you want to be, telling them that, mm -hmm. and then asking for their help and connecting those dots, mm. you know? And unless you 
have those really terrifying conversations, I really don't think that they can do much for you. Right. And I do not think it is arrogant to want to improve. Mm -hmm. And like project that and let that be known as well. Because you're not demanding it. Right. Right. You are saying, here's my goal. How can I get there? You're Mm -hmm. actually just asking for the opportunities Mm -hmm. to work your way Mm -hmm. up. You are not demanding anything. And I guess in like a manager's like point of view as well, that helps them like Mm -hmm. better uh, put you in a place where you will, you know, perform. Yeah. And that will eventually help the company, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, I mean, uh, I would shit my pants. <laughs> like, I almost did. <laughs> holy fuck, that is such a tough thing to do. And um, so being in a startup, uh, sometimes it feels like everything is changing at an incredibly fast pace. So for me, I was in a situation where I recently switched roles. And I remember getting really insecure about this change very early on when one of my coworkers had made a comment that made me react pretty negatively. Um, Because at that time, I didn't know what to think. I was getting insecure about this role. I was like, oh my God, is this an emotion? And I was all of a sudden in this panic zone that really freaked me out. And I knew that if I continued to think this way, it was going to lead to something really dark and not so great. (laughs) So what I did was I remember asking my First of all, this took a lot of courage in me. Um, I went up to my manager and I was like, yo, can we have a one-on-one? I have some questions that I really need some answers to and I think you could help me out. And after speaking to him, I started to see this role that I thought was a demotion at first as such a cool opportunity actually for me to learn and grow. And then I started to think like, they gave me these responsibilities because they must really trust me a lot Uh, yeah (laughs) and you know having gotten that validation from my manager um was when I started to see this change um you know what I think is interesting too is um I, I I don't know anyone that hasn't been guilty of this but it's a dangerous game running off of assumptions yeah in terms of your performance oh because I literally don't see any route where just going off of assumptions leads to happiness no. and improvement. <laughs> I, I, it is so, so easy to do it, to, like, assume that you're, you know, performing below um, expectations because of a few different instances and because you've never heard you are performing as expected or you are performing yeah. uh, above expectations. Yeah. And... Just like what happens when you assume, and you don't just make the ass of you and me, but you are definitely going to be insecure and overthink every single thing that you do. And you're going to read in to every single interaction that you have with your coworkers and manager. Like, of course you read into that comment that your clearly insecure coworker made (laughs) because you didn't have the security of an actual one-on-one conversation before that. Mm-hmm. And until you, mm-hmm. you know, had the guts and you mm-hmm. went for that conversation mm-hmm. and then left it actually knowing where you stand and mm-hmm. knowing where you could be three months from now and how to get there. Mm-hmm. Of course you're going to like think it's, that way. Yeah. And it's so crazy because that the scariest part is when you, when these assumptions become true. 
Like, and you believe them. You start to believe them. You start to believe in these lies. Yeah. And then like a you, self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. yeah. And it's good that I caught myself where I, I, I saw myself clearly going into that path. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, this is like, this needs to stop. Mm-hmm. And it's so crazy because now I see my role as the coolest coolest opportunity it is so freaking right yeah (laughs) like really yeah (laughs) yeah and so when we talk about this being a huge period of change you know it's everything changing it is your environment it is your expectations it's your social norms it's how do I exist and excel in this new environment Mm -hmm. and it's not that things are going to stop changing anytime soon it's just that we're going to get way fucking better at dealing with that. Hell yeah, <laughs> we are. <laughs> oh, we hope so. <laughs> so, Lauren, where'd that ladder go? Mm, what? Who? Where Why? is the ladder? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the ladder. Right, of course. Can't forget that one. Uh, yeah, we still don't know. <laughs> oh, unfortunately not. <laughs> After 20 minutes of an episode, <laughs> we still don't know. But, but we know... That from our own experiences, mm-hmm. feedback is one tangible thing that we've done that helps us figure out where we stand and maybe how we can improve. Yeah. And honestly, sometimes it might just not work out, right? Mm-hmm. Even if you do your part, even you, if you try, you know, asking for feedback, it still might not work out. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, you're never going to feel comfortable doing it. Oh my God. <laughs> yes. It's always going to be scary. But it's really important. And right now in our careers, I think all we can hope for is learning and trying to improve. So don't worry so much about the ladder. All right, everyone. Thank you so much Thank for listening you. to our first official podcast. <laughs> It'll only get weirder from here. Um, yeah, no, uh, we would love to hear your feedback um, as well as your experience with starting a new job, those changes. Really, if we sparked a thought in you and you would like to share it, we'd love to yeah. have a dialogue. If you think yeah. we're wrong, tell us. Please, that would be cool. We want to know. <laughs> we we, <laughs> we can improve. Get feedback. For real. Thank you for listening and uh, look out for our next episode.